Ignition Dorothy podcast with your hostess, Tamikis Williams. Hey, and thank you so much for joining me today at Mission Dorothy, the podcast. So today we're going to continue on with our Eight Dimensions of Wellness series. And today we are going to discuss emotional wellness. So in our last session, we talked about or shall I say episode, sorry, that's a habit of mine as a therapist in our last session, but really in our last session, we covered physical wellness and we covered some of the goals when it comes to physical wellness. So today I wanted to go over a few of the goals when it comes to emotional wellness. Our emotional wellness is key to our mental and physical balance. And so we know that Sometimes our physical ailments can uh, manifest out of our mental not being as healthy as possible, right? So that mental can manifest physically. And so today, let's talk about it. So goals for emotional wellness. So emotional wellness is defined as coping effectively with life and creating satisfying relationships. So remember, we're using the eight dimensions of wellness. This is a great way for you to, you know, check in with yourself periodically to see if you are in balance mentally, emotionally, and uh, emotional wellness is definitely one of these eight dimensions. So our first goal when it comes to emotional wellness is to become more aware of your feelings and accept them as valid indicators of what you are experiencing. So if you listen to my six pillars of self-esteem episode, I think it was the first one, which is living consciously. When we talk about living consciously, we talk about making sure that we are not, um, you know, denying ourselves the reality of our truth or of our thoughts and our decisions as well as our life. And so when, when we talk about emotional wellness and becoming more aware of your feelings, like a lot of times people will push their feelings down, um, utilize avoidance and not deal with them. You also have people who attach weakness to um, emotions and so many other negative behaviors when it comes to dealing with your uh, feelings. It's important for you to understand your feelings. And also, you know, I want you guys too to understand it's so much more than just mad, sad, angry, you know, when it comes to feelings, feeling words. We have an array of words that can be utilized. And so I want you guys to really take some time to go and check out a feelings wheel so that you can see the plethora of um, other emotions that we feel so that you can really be um, able to express your feelings to the best of your ability. So understanding the vast uh, different types of emotions we have is definitely key to being able to actually be aware, but really to communicate our feelings. And so that's definitely important. I also want you to think about your partners, your friends, your family, and those types of things as well, because it's very important for us to express our feelings to others. Often we have individuals who may, you know, put other people's needs before them. Um, you may have someone in your life who, um, you know, just 
you know, does not take stock of your feelings, right? They just kind of like push past your feelings and maybe make it about them. And so the goal here is, is for you to be able to stand up for yourself because, hey, who's going to stand up for your feelings outside of you? You know what I'm saying? Yes, we have other people in our life who would be willing to chime in, but nobody can really understand what we're feeling um, but us to the T. You know what I'm saying? People can kind of feel, you know, um, you know, people can kind of have an idea, but no one really knows outside of you and the Lord. And so um, the second part of this is accept them as valid indicators of what you are experiencing. So if you're experiencing some sadness, if you're, um, you know, if you're experiencing, um, you know, just different emotions, whether it's joy, um, fear, um, overwhelm, like there are so many different emotions, you know what I'm saying, that we can feel, whether it's jealousy or you're feeling humi humiliated or, you know, surprised or passionate or um, isolated. Like there are so many different feeling words we can utilize. And so um, accept them as an indicator, right? So if you're feeling jealous, check in with yourself to see what is making you feel jealous, right? What is stopping you from being inspired by another person? And instead that inspiration is being identified as jealousy. So you definitely want to, you know, explore that deeper um, when it comes to expressing your emotions and being aware of your emotions. So once again, become more aware of your feelings and accept them as valid indicators of what you are experiencing. If you're feeling something, dig deep in that so you can figure out what am I experiencing here? You know what I'm saying? Um, that, I mean, that one is key. Like all of these will be key, but this one is really important for you to be aware of your feelings, you know, especially when we go to have a conversation with someone that we care about. And if we're coming, if our feelings are sitting in a negative place and we're coming from hurt, uh, pain or envy, jealousy and those types of things, make sure you, you know, check in with yourself first before you approach someone else so that you can make sure that you are, um, you know, being um, open and honest with your feelings, but also making sure that you can, you know, express them properly without aggressiveness if it's not needed, right? All right, so our second goal is develop the ability to experience and appropriately express a wide range of emotions such as humor or joy, fear, anger, frustration, appreciation, sadness, etc. And so these, you know, it all goes hand in hand, right? So when we go back to the emotion wheel, right, we want to make sure that uh, we develop the ability to experience and appropriately express our feelings to others as well as to ourselves. You know, sometimes we have to have them sidebar conversations with ourselves and, um, you know, in order to just sometimes figure things out, work things out with yourself. You know what I'm saying? Instead of picking up the phone, calling somebody else, getting somebody else's 
uh, view of things, sit with yourself first, right? Sit with yourself first. And then, you know, once you can kind of like figure things out a little bit more, have a little bit more clarity, then you can solicit, you know, the um, advice of another. So those two kind of go hand in hand. So I don't think it's a need for me to go any deeper into this. I do want to make this episode a little shorter. Um, And so, yeah, so just making sure you have the ability to express and to express those emotions appropriately. So really, y'all, just Google feeling wheel and you will definitely uh, see that there are so many other feelings that we feel and we barely utilize those terms. Our next goal for emotional wellness is develop assertiveness and confrontation skills. Yes, indeed. So assertiveness is key because, you know, when you're not assertive, you're either uh, passive or you could be uh, passive aggressive. Right. And so you definitely want to make sure that you are able to uh, stand up for yourself. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, being assertive definitely means uh, showing a level of confidence and um you know, being able to be bold, you know, assured and have this confidence. So assertiveness is the ability to be able to stand up for yourself without a shadow of a doubt with confidence. You know what I'm saying? With boldness. And, um, you know, it's definitely a skill set that you really want to work work to have. For those who tend to people please or put other people's feelings ahead of yours, you're more passive, right? And those who can be nice, nasty, you're more passive aggressive. <laughs> you you know, so um, definitely assert, assertive is key when we talk about emotional um wellness because there are too many manipulators and people who are, you know, narcissistic and, you know, definitely want to um, manipulate basically. And it's key for us to be able to be assertive so that we can make sure that we are taking care of ourselves by standing up for ourselves. So I do want to go in a little deeper when we talk about passive, assertive, and aggressive. So just an example, you know, so let's just say uh, passive is too scared to say what you think, right? So you're too scared to say what you think because you're worried about what somebody else is going to Say you're worried about being judged, you're worried about hurting somebody else's feelings, and you're just putting yourself on the back burner. That's being passive. Assertive is expressing yourself clearly and confidently, right? So you're not scared. Um, You're not worried about what other people are going to think. You're not um, shying away from, um, you know, stepping up and taking up for yourself, And then we have aggressive. Aggressive expresses self with aggression and irritation and anger, right? So you have, um, you know, someone that it really does not take all the extra, right? The extra anger, the pettiness, the messiness, the aggression and irritation. And so that's how people come off aggressive is expressing themselves with uh, negativity, added. So you definitely want to work to be um, 
more assertive. And so when we talk about, um, you know, this thing about confrontation um, skills, we want to make sure that um, we clearly understand that. So when we think about what is confrontation, like confrontation ranges from argument to debate to healthy discussion, right? So you can have some positive confrontation. Sometimes you do have to confront people about things. And so it's it's on a, a scale, right? So you can have, like I said, from argument, then it could be a debate or it can be a healthy discussion. Or shall I go the other way? Healthy discussion, then it can also be a debate, and then that debate can turn into an argument. So confrontation, it ranges that way. Um, it can look and sound very different um, depending on your approach as well when it comes to confrontation. Um, sometimes people feel like they're being assertive, but it's literally coming off as confrontational. Um, and so the goal here is, you know, you want to be able to bring something to light that wouldn't have been talked about, um, or maybe solved, right? So that's the goal of confrontation. You want to bring something up that you would like to talk about and possibly solve. And we can have a confrontation where we're just stepping to someone and having a conversation, but we can also have a more aggressive confrontation where we're stepping to someone and we're going off, right? We're cussing them out, we're name calling, we're being very aggressive, uh, negative, what is it, uh, negative Betty, and, um, you know, just doing the most right with anger, hostility and irritation. So we definitely want to be able to, um, you know, we, we definitely want to be able to be confrontational, but we also want to make sure that we're being, um, mindful when we are being um, confrontational. Is it a positive confrontation or is it negative, right? So when we think about, um, when we think about like confrontation skills, um, you know, it's a, we definitely want to be clear about what it is we're trying to address, right? We want to definitely be uh, clear about what we're trying to address when it comes to confrontation skills, right? So when we talk about confrontation skills, we want to, you know, take a, a look at a couple of things, you know what I'm saying, when it comes to confrontation. So first we want to look at, you know, being mindful. Is it the negative or positive, right? You don't want to react to somebody else's negativity, you know what I'm saying? So a lot of times when we're, when we are, when somebody come up to us and we're being, they're being defensive, we will meet them in that defensive mindset. You know what I'm saying? So be mindful and don't be reactive, right? Instead, you know, think about what it is that you want to say versus reacting off of emotions because that's when everything starts to get chaotic. We also want to work to make sure that we have a 
you know, uh, a clear understanding of what our rapport is with the other person. So if it's a good rapport, then we should be able to have a decent conversation. But if the rapport is bad, then we already know that they're going to show up with the defensiveness, right? And so we will have to work to uh, control our defensiveness and, um, you know, and not meet them in that um, negativity. We also want to practice empathy, you know, for ourselves as well as for the other person as well. Try to hear them out, even if you don't agree with what it is that they're saying, but still, you know, trying to hear them out. And we want to also make sure that we continue to stand up for ourselves, our rights, um, you know, no matter what the situation is, but just be mindful, you know, assertive, passive, passive aggressive, which one are you going to be? Right. And so we're working to be our best selves and our most authentic self. Now let's keep it real. There are times when you just got to get, get with somebody, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes you just going to end up getting a little lit and you go, um, you know, you're going to spend, you, you're going to meet them in that defensiveness. And so, you know, sometimes it's inevitable, but we want to try our best to choose wisely and not go there. We really don't have to go there. And then last, you know, um, I want you to focus on what you can control, right? And the only thing you can control is you. You cannot control other people. You cannot control other people's perceptions. You can only control you. Okay. And then I also want you to think about when it comes to confrontation is just, you know, try not to take everything personally, Right. That's one of the four agreements. Right. Try not to take everything personal. So, you know, this is just another person's perception. You don't have to buy into it. They have the right to how they see things. They may be sharing that with you. And, you know, you, you really don't have to take it. Take it personal. Take what you want. Throw away what you don't want. Right. We want to also think about establishing boundaries when we talk about conflict as well. Um. You know, it's important for us to set our boundaries, but it's not just that we need to set the boundaries, but we need to uphold the boundaries. Right. Um, So when we talk about confrontation, we want to make sure that when we're dealing with difficult people, we want to be able to set the proper boundaries when it comes to. You know, whatever the situation is and whoever the person may be. Okay, All right. Next, we have. Uh, develop positive feelings about yourself by um, instituting healthy self-esteem and self-concept. And so we definitely want to be clear about uh, the difference between self-esteem and self-concept, right? Um, The two uh, sound alike, but they are definitely different. So if we look at self-esteem, you know, self-esteem, it refers to the judgments and evaluations we make about our self-concept, right? While our self-concept is a broad description of the self, right? It's a broad description of you. Um, Self-esteem is more specifically an evaluation of yourself. So you're just evaluating yourself when it comes to self-esteem, but your self-concept is clearly a broad description of who you are, right? How you see yourself. You understand what I'm saying? I hope that that's uh, clear. Um, 
the two, um, you know, they kind of, how do I say, they, they connect in a way because the self-concept is also made up of a combination of self-esteem and your self-image, how you see, how you see yourself. Um, so we have self-image is how you see yourself. Your self-esteem is, is more specifically your evaluation of self. And then your self-concept um, refers to the broader view of you. You know what I'm saying? So um, we definitely want to make sure that we have um, developed positive feelings about ourselves. We don't want to have an adversarial relationship with ourselves. We, Yes, we make mistakes. Yes, we might not be at our best all the time, or we may be working on ourselves through a self-journey. But at the end of the day, um, we want to make sure that we have positive outlook about ourselves. You know what I'm saying? Um, when our outlook is negative about ourselves, uh, it shows in our behaviors uh, with, like I said, putting other people in front of you, meaning, you know, disregarding your own feelings for others, allowing other people to use you as a doormat, uh, constantly pouring from an empty vessel, uh, sa- self-sacrificing yourself, um, not taking care of yourself. You know what I'm saying? Um, because you're not happy with your weight or, you know, any kind of physical ailments with your body. And it's like, mm, you can still have some kind of positive feelings about yourself. Uh, we all have our own hangups, but our hangups should not outweigh the love that we have for ourselves. So definitely develop um, positive feelings about yourself by um, making sure, you know, that you have healthy self-esteem and self-concept. So I definitely want you guys to go and research the self, the difference between self-esteem and self-concept, right? I'm giving you guys the goals, but I, your homework is to go and dig deeper into these goals and how you can apply this to your life. Um, I'm trying not to make my episodes too long because I want you guys to listen uh, regularly. Um, but y'all know I could be long-winded. But anywho, I'm trying to fly through this because I have a client coming up. So our next goal is develop the skills to handle stress, irritations, crises, etc. So instead of just freaking out when you overstressed or you irritated or it's a crisis, you have to develop the skill sets to be able to handle um, stress. And so definitely, um, it's important for us to be able to handle stress in the most, uh, healthiest way, because stress definitely can cause some physical ailments and, um, it can also cause us to make some bad decisions during stressful times. Right. And then let's not talk about the coping mechanisms, the unhealthy coping mechanisms, excuse me, that many can have, you know what I'm saying, when they become stressed, like, you know, drinking some wine or some 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 hard liquor, you know what I'm saying, um, you know, smoking some weed, um, sex, shopping, you know, so many things, you know what I'm saying, that individuals can do for negative coping mechanisms, you know, um, negative self-talk, feeding into the negative thoughts. So stress management is definitely key and, um, you know, it's key 
to your wellness. You know what I'm saying? And so stress management, it can include skills that um, let you uh, attain balance, such as, you know, um, when we think about like prioritization, you know what I'm saying? When we aren't organized or when we're not prioritizing stuff, that can become stressful. Um, healthy coping strategies. We definitely want to have those healthy coping strategies as I suggest, as I spoke about just a minute ago when we talked about stress management. We want to have some relaxation techniques as well to calm us down, some good uh, meditations. Uh, there's a great one. It's called Simply Being on the Insight Timer. That's I-N-S-I-G-H-T. It's a five-minute meditation that helps to like reset and reboot you. We also have positive self-talk that we can utilize for stress management. Of course, therapy is always great. Exercise, traveling, time management, and of course, we can go on and on. So um, we definitely want to make sure, you know what I'm saying, that we have some healthy coping mechanisms um, when we talk about stress management. So definitely um, that is important to your emotional wellness um, when it comes to learning how to have uh, proper skills in order to deal with stress and crises and irritations. Now, one thing I do want you to think about with irritations is irritation always come before mad and explosive. So I want you to start thinking about that irritation and aggravation as a warning sign for you to use, start utilizing your coping skills in that moment. Don't wait until you get to mad or explosive. When you start feeling aggravated, irritated, you know, that legs start shaking, you start feeling hot, uh, you get to stuttering, you know, different people have different body signs that lets them know that they're headed uh, to mad and explosive. So think about irritation as your warning sign and it's your last one. And so just make sure that you kick in with those coping skills when it comes to irritation. Now, when it comes to crises, I just definitely want you guys to make sure that uh, you have some sort of uh, emergency contacts um, for anything, not just for uh, work and that type of stuff, but just somebody that you know you can call if something happens and you need to kind of talk and process some things um, quick. And so um, make sure that you have your person, you know, that you can turn to uh, during crises. Um, our next goal for emotional wellness is explore and clarify your own sexual identity. And so when we talk about emotional wellness, we all know that, you know, there are many people who are still living in the closet, um, you know, living their life according to their parents or afraid of what society is going to think. And, you know, this is really key when it comes to your emotional wellness and the LGBT um, plus community. And so, you know, we all want to be free. We want to live the way that we want to live. And, you know, um, it's important for us to all be clear about our own sexual identity. So whether it's polyamory, uh, lesbian, bisexual, binary, asexual, like be clear about where you stand. That way you won't have so much em emotional imbalance um, because you're, you're allowing fear to lead, 
right? So definitely explore. And if you're in a heterosexual or uh, homosexual relationship, like be clear about your sexual needs. You know what I'm saying? Like um, be clear about what you like, what you like in the bed. Tell your partner, educate your partner, teach your partner. We all want to have some extraordinary sex out here. And honestly, Honey, I think by 70% of us out here is not having good sex. You know what I'm saying? It's just a task instead of a emotional connection with the person you're with. When you can emotionally connect, as we talk about emotional wellness, then it magnifies the um, sensuality when it comes to, um, you know, the sex and it uh, magnifies the orgasm as well. And so... um, Child, I can talk about this all day. We're gonna have to have we're gonna have to have us some sex talks. Yes, yes, yes. And so it's so key because you know we're in these relationships and it's just important for us to have um clarity when it comes to sexual identity as well as sexual preference in the bedroom, right? Uh, there are too many people who are having sexual problems in their relationship. Uh, a lot of people are just doing what they used to do with their last partner instead of asking their partner, what do they like? You know what I'm saying? It's a lot of things that people may not like. And if your last uh, partner loves something, your current partner might not like it at all. So, um, really explore that and be clear about your sexual identity and needs as well as your partner's. And then last one we talk about emotional wellness is develop, develop, establish and maintain intimate and loving relationships. Oh, I can't tell you guys how often I hear women say, oh, I don't fool with other women. Let me tell you something. If you have had issues with friendships and all your friendships, you might want to look in the mirror because the common denominator there is you. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not saying that in a mean way. I'm just being real. Y'all know how I am. I try to my bit. I keep it authentic. Like really look in the mirror because maybe there are some adjustments that you need to make to your personality, to your ability to be supportive to others. Um, You know, and so you definitely want to be clear about what it is that you bring to the table when it comes to friendships, romantic ships, family ships, work ships. You know what I'm saying? You want to develop and establish and maintain um, these intimate and loving relationships. Now, intimate and loving is those that are in your inner circle, right? We're talking about them in your inner circle. Um, You know, when you have good people in your life, you want to make sure that you guys are able to properly communicate. Even when you don't agree on things. The goal is to not be adversarial with each other. The goal is to be adults and have adult conversation. Don't ghost people. Don't just fall off. Like Help people to understand why you may have ended a friendship or a relationship or that type of thing. Now, yes, some people will still, still may not get it, right? When you uh, probably have already told them that, but At the end of the day, I just believe that it's good to teach people so that they could do better in the next relationship. You know what I'm saying? So I think ghosting is very disrespectful. And so, um, you know, having 
intimate and loving relationships is key because we all need support. We all need people we can trust. We all need people that is going to celebrate accomplishments with us. We all need someone who can help to uh, nurture us during sad and bad times. We also need individuals in our lives that we can learn from, that we can grow with, that we can, uh, you know, be able to um, get the truth from. You know what I'm saying? So definitely when we talk about emotional wellness, we want to make sure that we are having those intimate and quality relationships. Now, if you know that relationship is causing you more harm than good, more stress than a little bit, then really sit with yourself and be honest with yourself. Because sometimes, even though somebody may have been in your life for a long time, um, sometimes you the season ends. You know what I'm saying? So I just want you guys to like, be be real with yourself. The season ends. And also, you know, everybody don't have to be intimate, right? They don't have to be in your inner circle. You know, we have associates. We have people that we keep outside of our inner circle as well. And that's cool, too. You know what I'm saying? I think everybody kind of know, you know, well, if you're being clear about it and not fake about it, people know their place in your life. You know what I'm saying? And that's what's important. That way you don't have to put on or anything like that. Okay, so I'm gonna go ahead and end it here, y'all. Once again, I'm gonna go through it real quick. The goals for emotional wellness, becoming more aware of your feelings and accept them as valid indicators of what you are experiencing. Next, develop the ability to experience and, and appropriately express a wide range of emotions such as humor, joy, fear, anger, and frustration, appreciation, and sadness, etc., We also want to develop assertiveness and confrontation skills. We want to develop positive feelings about yourself by um, having healthy self-esteem and health and and a healthy self-concept. We want to develop the skills to handle stress and irritation and crises. We also want to explore and clarify our own sexual identity and sexual needs. And we also want to develop, establish, and maintain intimate and loving relationships. All right, you guys. So that is emotional wellness. Um, Please do your research. Um, But I want you guys to definitely take these goals and I want you to go deeper as your homework. Go deeper and figure out what changes do you need to make in your emotional wellness What do you need to add to your emotional wellness so that you can continue your journey to being balanced? All right. All right, you guys. I hope that this was helpful. I know I flew by, but um, y'all let me know. Do y'all want me to keep it long? Keep it short? Talk to me. Um, Let me know on social media or uh, you can let me know in the Q&A. All right. Thank you guys so much for sharing your time with me today. And I'll talk to you in the next episode as we discuss social wellness. Mm, Interesting. All right, you guys. I love you guys. And I will talk with you all later. Bye.